and humor. We always used to wager which one of us would end up on the wrong side of the law. It looks like you've both managed to avoid it. So far. I had to laugh. Derek was practically the poster boy for honorable behavior. After leaving school, Derek had joined the Royal Navy. From there, he was recruited to work for MI6, the British equivalent of RCIA, and stayed for ten years before leaving to start his own security firm. Talk about avoiding the wrong side of the law. Derek was so lawful it was scary sometimes. I broke off a piece of bacon and popped it into my mouth. Well, I really like Crane. He seems... centered. I frowned and batted the word away. Sorry, I sound like my mother. What I mean is, he seems to have a healthy attitude about the world. He didn't spend a lot of time complaining about anything or competing with you. No, he never did much of that. Derek paused to sip his coffee. He's always been a stand-up sort of friend, always there in a pinch if I needed him. I gazed at him for a long moment. They hadn't seen each other in almost six years, and suddenly Crane showed up? Was there something I should know? Do you need him now, Derek? Is that why he's here? Is something wrong? Derek reached over and squeezed my hand. Nothing's wrong, love. You heard Crane say he's in town on family business. Do you believe him? It was his turn to frown. I'll have to wait and see. I admit I'm concerned about him confronting Bai. Me too. I thought about my own family and was thankful we all got along. Derek's family was the same way. Will he let us know if he needs our help? One eyebrow shot up. Our help? We're a team, right? He grinned and gave my hand another squeeze. Yes, we are. But I doubt we'll be called upon to help Crane out of a jam. I just think it might be unpleasant for him to deal with his brother. We talked and ate for another fifteen minutes. Derek told me about the new security agent he'd hired for his San Francisco office. We agreed that we'd order Thai food for an early dinner before heading over to the Covington Library tonight. He was finishing his coffee when he suddenly remembered something. I'm sorry, love. I forgot to ask you how your day went yesterday. Did you bring home any books? I did. Eight beautiful books to be repaired. I'm so happy. He grinned. I trust the books are happy, too. I felt awkward when I came home last night, though. I heard you talking to someone, so I hid the books in my desk just to be safe. And then later, after I'd spent some time with Crane, I was a little embarrassed for being so suspicious. You shouldn't feel guilty about taking precautions, he sighed. We haven't had to concern ourselves with security issues since we've been away. True. I guess we're a little rusty. Not to worry, he said. We'll be back to our usual paranoid selves soon enough. Sad but true. No matter how much I loved our building and how much I trusted our neighbors, being back in the city after spending so much time in Dharma was a culture shock. In my hometown, doors weren't just left unlocked, they were left wide open. Of course, bad things happened everywhere, including Dharma. Usually, though, it was an idyllic spot to unwind and de-stress. As we cleared our dishes, I gave him a brief rundown of the books I'd brought home from Genevieve's shop. I'll show them to you tonight. I look forward to it. A few minutes later, I walked with Derek to the door. 
As I kissed him goodbye, I ran my hand down the sleeve of his impeccable navy suit, just to feel his sinewy muscles through the richness of the fabric. Have a good day at work, making the world more secure. You too, love. He touched my cheek as he kissed me back. Then he left, and I sighed as I closed the door behind him. Like everyone, the man had his faults, but sometimes I just couldn't remember what they were. I washed the dishes and cleaned up the kitchen, then grabbed a colorful, chunky weave scarf and headed back to my workshop. It was January, and even though we'd had very little rain this season, the air was chilly. My workshop was in the front of the house, closest to the street, so it was always a little colder than the rest of the rooms. Unlocking my desk drawer, I removed the books I'd hidden there the night before and placed them side by side across my work table. Then I sat down with my most powerful magnifying glass and a notepad and examined each book, making notes as I...